Um, I love uh, Good Friday. I like it for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, one is it's, it's ours. This one belongs to us. You know, there's no bunnies and there's no eggs and there's no Easter baskets or grass or anything like that. It's something that people don't quite comprehend and understand except those that um, really know who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. Second reason I like it so much is because it is the central part of our faith. I mean, this is, this is where it all is. It, it all happened right here. It is the most important thing. Paul wrote this. I pass on to you what is the most important thing. Here it is. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And there it is right there. Without that, with that we have nothing. It were weird mix of emotions on a, on a night like this. Emotions of his death, and and we kind of move through that. But yet, the joy of forgiveness. There's the emotions of Jesus' agony. You know, what dying on a cross was all about, and and yet then the joy of freedom, sense of unworthiness. You know, I'm unworthy of that kind of grace. But yet, there's kind of a wildness of his acceptance and love for us, and and so emotions just go all over the map on on this one on this evening. Um, when, when you came in, you, you received a, a piece of twine, and there's a reason for that. Um, we, we, Mariners, we've used rocks and beach glass, and we're running out of objects, honestly, so we've got to go. <laughs> we're using string now. Um, strings have meaning, though. Um, we chose string because of the meaning that it can have. We use strings to tie things up, don't we? You know, brown paper packages, what? Tied up with string. I mean, they, they, tie, they tie things down. Um, you put stuff in the back of your truck, you got to tie it down so it doesn't fall off. And you use string or you use rope. String wraps, wraps things up very tightly. I was thinking, I was thinking of, of a puppet, you know, on strings. If you ever remember those puppets, the strings do what? They control. Strings tie things up. They bind together control. Now think about sin. Sin is a lot like string, isn't it? I mean, that's what, that's what sin does. It controls us. It ties us down. It binds us up. It messes us all up. And, and, and I wanted to say, well, you, you may have felt that about sin. Actually, you have felt it about sin because we all have. I am, I am, in a sense, tied up, bound to sin. Um, sometimes we'll say, well, there's strings attached to that one. And that's not good. You don't want things with strings attached to, to it. Now, there's, a, there's another thing uh, about string, and, and if you've ever had a, a spool of this stuff, string gets pretty what? Tangled up, doesn't it? It gets really tangled. You want it to come apart, but... It, 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 it doesn't, and isn't that a lot like what sin does into our lives? You sin, and it tangles you up. I mean, you, 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 get, you get bound up, and then you get, you get tangled up, and, and, and things just, they, they, don't, they don't work the way they're supposed to happen. That's what sin, sin does. Another thing that sin does is it can have stuff attached to it, you know? You ever pulled something, and it's like in a dark area, and you say, I wonder what's on the other end of this thing, you know? 
complications are attached to it and enslavement, decay. I mean, we know that about, about that. We, we usually look at the cross as, as, as a beautiful thing, you know, and, and some of you maybe wore crosses around your neck and, and it's probably gold or silver or has ornaments in it. Sometimes there'll be um, crosses, um, earrings, and somebody had a young man had a T-shirt on that uh, had a really nice cross on it, and we, we decorate things with, with crosses. Um, I told Lynn, who, who kind of put all the decor together, beautiful job with the, with the team did, isn't it? Um, um, I said, I, I, I want a cross, but I want you to find me a really ugly one, a really bad one. And so she found it in a ditch by her house and, and put it together. Um, because we think of crosses as beautiful. Crosses were really ugly things. They were bad things. They were means of a very nasty death. 2,000 years ago, they were the means of an incredibly horrible death. I put together some images for the screen. Um, if you just want to take a look at, at that here. A guillotine, um, gallows to hang somebody. Electric chair would blast a person to death. And then on the bottom is a table for lethal injection. Um, we, we put up a cross here. Um, understand, a cross is just like one of those things. Can you imagine, and I, if I could have gotten one, I would have. Can you imagine if in the center of this room was a lethal injection table? Can you imagine that? You would have walked in and you would have said, oh, yuck. What is this all about? You know, a lethal injection table there with the straps and with the arms out for somebody to get killed. We would have thought, what a macabre, gross thing. Understand, that's what the cross was to somebody 2,000 years ago. It was not a pretty thing. And walking in in a room that had a cross would be something that would be more like a horror movie than anything else. Um, It's the same. A person strapped to die, it's the same. The Apostle Paul, he wrote, he wrote a letter to the church in Rome, and, and he wanted to kind of lay it out there and, and kind of put everything out the way it's supposed to be as far as what faith is and what faith is really all about and, and, and how to kind of pull it all together. And, and he wrote in Romans chapter 1, he talks about bad people. Do you have any bad people in here? You know, <laughs> come on. Yeah. He writes this, um, since they had thought it foolish to acknowledge God, He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness. And so um, let's suppose now that, um, and I'm going to need someone to kind of volunteer for this. Charlie, you're going to volunteer. Just go ahead and have a seat. You can sit down because you're going to be there for a while. (laughs) Charlie represents the bad person that Paul would be talking about. And um, he's tied up. He's tied up to this thing called sin. And, and this, this cross right here, remember, this, this is not a nice thing. This is a means of execution. And, and if you're tied to this, Charlie, you are tied now to this. This is what your life would lead to if you continued on. Now, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 2, he talks about even so-called good people. I mean, people that think, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm really a good person. Um, any good people here? 
and are not so, not so happy to raise our hands. Good people have problems just like everybody else because he would say, you may think you can condemn such people as Charlie, you know, but it says, but you're just as bad. You have no excuse. And so what I want to do is, sweetheart, can I use your arm for one second? How about both of you, honey? Okay, do it this way. And you know what? Even though you're good, there's not all that much good in you because they're still bad. And what happens is good people are even tied to this as well. You see where this is going? You see where the Apostle Paul is going on this one? Bad people, good people. And then he would even go on to say this in Romans chapter 3. It says, all people, for everyone, ascend. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. And so, Lynn, I'm sorry you fall short of God's glorious standard. And that could be everybody. And that could be you. It could be me. In fact, it is you. And it is me. And remember, we, we look at the cross and you say, well, okay, I'm, I'm tied to a cross. Again, what if, what if we had a table of lethal injection right here and I tied your wrist to that? It'd make you a little uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Because this is the whole idea of the whole thing of what, what the cross is. For us, it would be a thing of beauty for them. Back then, it'd be a thing of horror. Romans 6 says this, the wages of sin is death. The wages of your sin and your sin and your sin and our sin is death. So right now, this is a lethal injection table. Your string is tied to it. We're all tied to it. All of us are because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And there's this crazy verse in the Bible. It's, it's kind of a funny verse. It says, for it is written in scriptures, cursed is everyone who's hung on a tree. And, and they pulled that from an Old Testament idea. And way back in the Old Testament, if you committed a capital crime, you were killed. And, and to show how wrong it is to do wrong things in, in, in what God wanted to happen here, they would take the person who's like, and they'd hang them up on a tree to say, don't do sin. Don't do that. And when it said cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, it's not voodoo curse or anything like that. It means they are defiled. There's something wrong inside them. Um, they are under condemnation. And so it's saying, curses everyone who's, who's hung. Well, I'm sorry, you know, because your string is on that, and your string is on that, and your string is on that. This is where you're, you're headed, and all of our strings are headed towards that. This is what the Bible says. It's, it's called, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You deserve it, you deserve it, and me. Galatians 3.13 But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the what? The curse of our wrongdoing. Isaiah said, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities, and the punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds. Bible says this,
but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so what that does is, with Christ's death on the cross, cuts it. It cuts it. So you, Charlie, bad, it, it's cut. You're free. Lynn, you're free. You too, you're free. And let me cut this for you so it's not uncomfortable. There you go. Now notice there's a little bit of them still up here, a little part of them up here. And guess what happened when Jesus died on the cross? He took a little bit of that, your sin. And in that way, you died with him when you put your faith in him. But that's cut. You're free. We're free from all of that. The Bible says he canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. And this is why the cross, man, that's a place where mercy and grace and love of God, but yet also the justice and the wrath of God all meet together. You understand that? The wrath of God has to punish sin. The justice of God, sin, your sin must be punished. It has to be. Otherwise, there's no such thing as justice. Justice punishes sin. Wrath of God says sin should not be allowed in my world. But mercy and grace and love come down in which God said, I will take that upon myself. There's an old song that goes, or it, was it for crimes that I had done? He died upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. This time of year, there are some faiths, and if, and if you're of that faith and hold to that particular tradition where you give up something some days before Easter, um, there are some of you that would hold to that, and if it helps you, I am not going to talk against that. You know, God bless you for doing that. If it helps you draw close to God, that's fine. But sometimes people will say, well, so what are you giving up? What are you giving up for Lent? And I think, I'm not giving up anything for Lent. And the reason we're not is, well, well don't, don't, you, don't you think you should suffer a little bit for what Jesus did? And I say, that's, that's precisely the point. I don't have to suffer at all. He did it. Well, do, don't you think that's not right? I said, no, I know it's not right. It's not right at all. That's mercy, and that's love, and that's grace. And mercy and grace and love don't make a whole lot of sense. Well, shouldn't you do something to kind of make up for for the all thing he went through, and that's exactly the point. I don't have to. What kind of God that has love and mercy would want to punish people still when his son went through so much? What kind of God would want to do that? We're going to do a song now, and, and the song is called Covered, and, and that's what this, that's what this cross does. We are covered. We are covered by a God who came down and was able to take our sin upon himself and died on our behalf. Let's worship and sing. Covered. Covered.